Have you dreamed of bigger things for your life? Then you are in the right place. Each week, you will be given tips on how to change your inner dialogue, conquer your goals, and ways to step into a higher version of yourself. I'm your host, Lauren Kubat. I'm a motivational speaker who hosts personal development events. I'm a sought-after fitness instructor, a wife, and a mom of two young boys. I'm obsessed with all things personal development, and I believe anyone can achieve the life they want. Let the Become Your Vision podcast be the inspiration you need to step into greater things. Now let's go. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in today. I'm recording this once again in my car. It is drizzling now, so hopefully it just is light so it doesn't affect the audio because if it starts downpouring, we're going to have an issue with the audio. But saying that, I sympathize with my Midwest peeps. I'm a Midwesterner at heart, grew up in the Chicagoland area, northwest suburbs of Chicago. It was cold and rainy for like ever. I feel like nine months out of the year, it was cold and you got those like three months out of the year where it was warm. It's February. If you're listening to this, that's when I'm recording. And it could be a dreary month. It's cold in most parts of the United States. And I just sympathize with you guys. And I've noticed that today my energy is a little bit lower and I feel like it has to do with the weather. But it's a perfect segue, the weather, to what we're talking about today, and that is energy. How I'm going to share tips with you how I've increased my energy in the last few months, and I just want to note that I'm not an energy expert. I'm just going to share with you some things that I've changed in hopes that it could help you and make you think about the things in your life maybe that are draining your energy or things that you can add into your life to increase your energy. And I also think it's important to talk about the parents who have small children who wake up in the middle of the night and you don't have control over that. And I just want you to know that I have been there. I have been there my boys didn't sleep. And then I would talk to like new parents. They're like, yeah, my child slept a week after we brought him home or he's always been a good sleeper. And I'm like, oh, does that even count? (laughs) You know, like that's not fair. But our kids really didn't sleep through the night. Our young, our oldest started sleeping through the night at 14 months. And then our youngest Oh my gosh, he was a colicky baby. He screamed literally for six months straight. I I was going crazy. And that was also the time that my father-in-law uh, was diagnosed with dementia. So 2019, that was a rough, rough year. But anyway, all that to say, there are things that you can control and then there are things that are out of your control. So I'm sharing the tips Uh, with you that you can control. I used to be the person that would need a nap most days of the week. So I'm going to have you rate your energy level. So we're just going to go out of days out of the week, right? So how many days of the week do you feel like you have energy? Take that number divided by seven because there's seven days in the week. So if I were to rate 
myself before, I would say my energy levels, I was probably about a three out of a seven, maybe three days out of seven days, I felt like I had energy. Um, maybe some weeks were, were four, maybe, but I, I'm embarrassed to admit this. I needed to schedule my day around, and now that my boys are old enough, you know, I could take naps with them around and just be like, you go play. But that wasn't the case when they were really little. Now they're five and seven. So they usually let me take a nap unless, you know, they really need something or <laughs> they wake me up if they're arguing. But for the most part, they do pretty well. But anyway, when they were younger, I couldn't. But I would schedule my days like, am I going to have enough energy to do this activity let me get a nap in first. And I'm a very active person. I work out six days a week. I teach group fitness. Uh, you know, I have a small business and I consider myself very active, but my energy was super low. And after we had our second son, I had my hormones checked and everything came back normal. And they were just saying, you have a very active life. You have two little ones and you're doing all these things. But in my gut, I was like, this can't be the answer. So I started playing with some things in the last several months, but the eye opener for me, I was having a conversation with my sisters and my younger sister mentioned, she's like, I bet you have adrenal fatigue. And I'm like, adrenal fatigue. I've heard this term before. I don't exactly know what it means, but it basically is like you're stressing out your hormones. If I can simplify it, that's how I think of it. Maybe you can correct me on that. But she's like, you have been drinking so much caffeine. You drink so much coffee. And I'm like, she's not wrong. And I realized when we had our second son, my husband and I got in the really, this really bad habit of drinking coffee from sunup to sundown, basically. And where you're using it as a crutch. And in reality, it didn't make us more energized, but it became habitual. And I noticed that I was drinking. So just to give you an example, maybe you don't drink half, uh, coffee. Maybe you drink energy drinks or have something else that you, you take for your energy levels. I want you to listen to this. If you don't take caffeine, there are other points in this podcast that you can benefit from. So just let me get through this part. But I would drink a cup in the morning. Then I would maybe drink a cup and a half. Then I would fill up. I have this little Yeti. It's not big at all. I want to say it's like, it's uh, oh, it's 10 ounces. The bottom says 10 ounces. I filled up this little Yeti, um, 10 ounces full to the top, would finish that. I would come home and then I would drink another cup of coffee and then maybe in the afternoon have another cup. I don't think I'm exaggerating, but for sure I had the cup of coffee in the morning, finished my 10 ounces in my Yeti and then definitely have another cup or a half a cup for sure. And then I was like, why don't I ask myself how I'm feeling and if it's actually something that I need or just something that I am doing because it's become such a bad habit. So now in the morning, I've cut back and I do a half a cup in the morning and I usually don't even finish that. I'll pour whatever is left in my um, cup into my Yeti 
travel mug and then I'll fill up my Yeti travel mug up halfway and that will be all the coffee I have. Now, I'm not perfect. Some days I do really well. Some days I don't. Like, for example, for today, I'm talking about energy and I've probably had more than that. Um, I've consumed a little bit more than that today. 2024 is here and maybe you're feeling a little ugh after the holidays. Maybe you're like flow, going to the bathroom hasn't been that great. Are you consuming enough fiber? Fiber makes your gut feel so much better because it helps you go to the bathroom. And maybe you're going to the bathroom, but fiber helps you stay full. You guys, if you don't know this, I'm the creator of Moosely Cereal. I have two different types. I've created a gut healthy blend, and I've also created a high protein blend, chocolate protein crunch. They are so delicious. All you have to do is add your favorite milk, eat a mass cereal, you can warm it up and eat it as oatmeal or put it in your fridge and have it as overnight oats. You can add it to your yogurt. You can make little protein balls. I've created a product that is super easy and obviously I'm biased, but it tastes delicious. And I've heard others tell me too, it is so freaking good. So to get your muesli, like mousse, comes from the word muesli that I've mispronounced for so long. So I created my own brand on how I pronounce muesli, which is muesli. All you have to do is go to www.mymuesli.com to get yours. Love you, mean it. Um, and what I'm finding out is more caffeine doesn't make you more energize. It actually makes it worse. Like the more you have, you're, you are exhausting your adrenals and they have to work in overtime and you're just energy like spikes and then dips, spikes and then dips. And it's not beneficial. So I don't plan to give up my coffee consumption because I love it so much. I like to drink it in the mor morning. It's nice and warm. I do my little uh, heavy whipping cream and it's just so yummy and I feel so good. But I knew I needed to decrease my consumption. So I hope that that helps you. The next point we are talking about is, oh, I want to mention too, that I stopped drinking caffeine no later absolutely no later than one o'clock before I was drinking it at three o'clock. And you might be the one of those people that are like, I'm not affected by caffeine. Like I can fall asleep. You might be able to fall asleep and sleep through the night, but it does affect your circadian rhythm. There are things that are happening that you don't see. And the quality of sleep that you're getting is most likely affected by how much you are consuming. So most days I finish drinking my coffee by 12. There are days where I push it to one because I'm like, it tastes so good. I don't want to give this up. I still have some left in my cup. I'm going to finish it. But most days by, by noon. So I wanted to mention that. Okay. Next thing we're talking about, the rain is starting to pick up. So I'm going to try to get through this quick. Hopefully it doesn't affect the audio. Vitamins. I started taking B12 and vitamin D, I take it every single night. The brand I use is Thorn. I also stop eating, again, this one I'm not perfect on, 
but I stop eating two hours before bedtime. Why? That's another thing that it could uh, affect your circadian rhythm. So instead of getting quality sleep and getting into the deep REM cycle, I believe that's one of the cycles, (laughs) Uh, your body ends up processing the food. So your quality of sleep is affected. That's one of the other things that I changed. I also have a timer on my TV, a sleep timer. So for a period I was playing with like reading a book and then trying to fall asleep. My whole life I have fallen asleep to the TV and they say that's not great, right? You hear the noise in the background. Uh, you, the light is not good for you. You want your room to be as dark as possible. And so I have a sleep timer. Now I set it for a half an hour and that gets me through the falling asleep part, something else to focus on. And then it shuts off and nine times out of 10, nine and a half times out of 10, the TV, uh, I fall asleep before the TV shuts off. So that's something I've changed. Make sure my blinds are closed so it's nice and dark. Um, and just make sure like any like lights are, you know, off any, uh, if you have any like night lights or my husband's alarm clock is kind of bright. So I kind of turn that over when I remember. And that really helps. The next two things I want to share with you have nothing to do with what you think energy has to do with. So what I mean by this is I turn off my notifications on my Apple watch. Maybe you don't have an Apple watch. Maybe you have a phone. If you're listening to this, you have a phone unless you're listening on your tablet or computer or something like that. But anyway, I found my energy was so drained when I'm getting these notifications on my watch. I literally just use my watch now to see how many steps I got in a day and to uh, um, look at the time. And the reason I did this was my energy was becoming so drained when I'm like, okay, so-and-so is texting me. And then I got a notification on uh, Facebook. And then I got a notification on my uh, Gmail and a notification for this and stand. And oh my gosh, overwhelming notifications. That is an energy suck. So I turn off all notifications on my watch and you can do that by going into settings on your phone. I think that's how I did it. If you don't know, Google it. I, I highly recommend that one. And the last tip is a mindset tip. I was classifying myself as someone who was tired and your thoughts create your reality. And you can apply this to any part in your life. But I was like, I'm a tired person. I need a nap. And that kind of perpetuated the feeling of constantly being tired. So now I think of myself as an energetic person. And, you know, there's other variables that have changed. But now I consider myself someone who has energy. And mindset is so much, you guys. So if you keep labeling yourself as, you know, lazy or not a good mom or a bad employee or dumb or fat or whatever it is, you're just perpetuating that belief. You have to create a new paradigm for yourself, a new model for yourself of who you are. 
Okay, you guys, I hope you loved this episode. The rain is really coming in. If you did love this episode, it's February. It's a month of love. It would mean so much to me if you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Apple Podcasts is clutch. You go all the way down, like past all the episodes, and there's an option to leave a review. I love reading these. It's it's like a love letter, modern day love letter. And if you can do that, that would mean so much to me. All right. Have a great day. And remember, you got this. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, make sure you are subscribed so you know when more episodes come available. My goal is to inspire others to become their vision. And one way to get the word out is with reviews. I would really appreciate it if you left an honest review on iTunes and it would mean so much to me. Thanks again. And remember to go after the life you want. Bye guys. Bye guys.